They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Starting back up with it now is Martinez in a three-on-two. Clifford gave it across. It's held in a shot. Safe rebound. Back once again, and we ain't going nowhere. Like Diddy once said, we just move in silence and wrecks to the death. It's official. I survived what I've been through. I can't rap for shit, but you get my point. Let's rock with this week's episode. <laughs> and neither can Diddy. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best rapper that he ever had right there. I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as always, I am El Tanquecito. With me is... What up, people? It's the chef. You know what's good. We back. We back at you again. Hey, just with let another one. Just before we get into this episode, I know we're gonna get on the topic, but me and your your brother went searching all over the city around these for this yesterday. <laughs> I saw that you got your oh, three you, cases. I think my brother got no, like four I picked, of them. I picked up two more today. <laughs> How is it? Oh, dude. Guys, do you guys a favor. If you have a chance to buy Cacti, the Travis Scott Seltzer, which is partnered with uh, Anheuser-Busch, so I, I'll give him credit on that. This beats the Budweiser, the Bud Light Seltzer, the, t- the Corona Seltzer, and White Claw. Go, go get it. Way fucking better. Way stronger. And you can actually taste the fruit. It doesn't just taste like water going down your mouth. I'm going to go to my local market right now after we're done recording and see if I can find it. I know your brother said he was drunk off of one case on a tall can. The case only comes on nine. So think about that. And your brother's a fucking Damn. drinker. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm about to drink two cases then just to get a buzz. Wait, I forgot to add the last part of the rep. You got trauma. The saga continues. The saga we continues. Gone when nowhere. We ain't. Anyways, besides the point that the camera <laughs> app, I... This week's episode, I want to make it a little bit special because your boy will eventually bite the bullet. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> just yet, but I ev- will eventually bite the bullet. Um, no, but it's coming. It's I'm making it <laughs> a little bit more official. Um, yeah, man, I picked up stuff for Promise Ring. Oh, man, look at you taking baby steps. <laughs> I'm promising to promise her to get her a promising. Not just joking. It's actually promising. <laughs> it's not out of a cracker uh, jack box, is it? Nah, it's from the the quarter machines. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. So I wanted to make this episode a little bit special because you know everybody knows marriage. It is just a hard thing. Um, you have this time limit. Apparently, people want to think of a time limit to get married. You have a you need to do this by this time. You need to have a house by this time, kids by this house, and yada, 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 which is not always the case. Some marriages last longer when it's just, like, out of nowhere. So in my, from my perspective, some marriages do last when it's, like, been longer. Like, you guys have been, you, my sister, have you guys, you and Carol, my sister and her husband have been, like, the the exception where I've seen them last from high school, from college, high school and college. And then obviously, you know, we mm-hmm. have the different ones where people have getting engaged like four different times. J Lo, but <laughs> <laughs> the new Lord of the Rings. Oh uh, no, that's the new fucking Thanos right there, though. <laughs> she about to snap, boy. She gonna snap and some and uh and somebody's gonna pop up. I don't know who it's gonna be. 
But obviously, one of us is only married. It's only you. Yeah. <laughs> As we're talking. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm like, we're going to make – I eventually will bite the bullet. I already told her. To me, marriage is a piece of paper. That's just to me. You know, most people say it that way. Just because I feel like if you love somebody, you could prove love's going to win all the time. Mm. A ring doesn't need to show that you love somebody. But you know, most people want to put it into that direction. And it's not, I feel, especially in Hispanic families, it gets so caught up where you need to do this. You get pounded in when you're young, like this, this, and this, and this. Yep. Especially for females. For guys, it's more like, you can do what you want to you when you're ready to leave the house. Mm-hmm. And it's true. And it sucks because then like, girls are left like, why do I have to be like this? And my, well, my brother who's late 20s still living with us. <laughs> but I want to ask you, how did you know Carol was the one? We're going to go deep. So you hope- We're going to go deep, son. We're going to go inches, bro. Inches. Inches. <laughs> You're going to have to push your neck in and go inches, bro. Right. <laughs> um, how did I know? It's, you know what, man? It's funny because when I started to date her or like right before that, when I started to kind of look around to see, um, I had just got out of a relationship that was what I thought was, you know, a decent one until, you know, she wanted to play little games and stuff. So I think at that, I don't know, for some reason, bro, like at that, right before I, like, I met Carol before we started dating, I was kind of like looking to see if I can jump into something like serious. I know it's, it's weird for like a 17 year old guy in high school to think like, Oh, why would you want to, get into something serious when you're about to graduate high school and dip into your twenties and stuff like that. But I don't know, man, that was just me. And then, uh, when I met her, she was someone that I hadn't like her personality and the way she carried herself was the complete opposite of what I had dated before. So I was kind of like, intrigued and also attracted at the same time and so i want to say maybe like shit maybe like three four months into our relationship i was like you know this possibly could go somewhere i didn't think it you know 22 years later down the road um but about maybe uh, probably about the four maybe about the yeah three or four months is when i was like okay yeah, well, we'll see where this goes. And shit, twenty two years later, your 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 marriage is lasting longer than Kardashians' season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only thing. It's all it's all real, son. That's the only thing that lasted in the Kardashian world is their TV show, not their marriages. Nah, <laughs> marriages. <laughs> marriages. Poor Kanye. Kanye, if you need us, we're here for you, bud. Shout out to Kanye. <laughs> Kanye, you're the real OG. I feel bad for him, if anything. I miss the old Kanye. I miss the old Kanye. Straight up from the... What was I forgot the line. <laughs> oh, no. Not the new Kanye. Kanye. Not the new Kanye. The bad news Kanye. The always rude Kanye. 
I love looking look around. There's so many Kanye's. <laughs> yeah, I want I want the uh, college dropout slash graduation Kanye back. That's the Kanye I want. Oh, there's never people do not people do not understand how great that album is. Nope. College dropout was the best or the greatest rap album anybody has probably put out. And the sad thing is, we're never gonna get that Kanye back. Never. No, I don't think so. Nope. Anyways, let's go to <laughs> we got that part. Um, how did you propose to Carol, by the way? Okay, so now we go we'll we'll dive into it a little bit here. Um something not too many people know is when her and I went to my spring formal, uh on the way back home, we were in the limo, I was laying down, I was looking up at her because I had my head on her lap and I was looking up at her and I just like casually asked her, you know, hey, would you marry me? And she just kind of looked at me like, um, yeah. You know, like she was, I guess, you know, kind of caught her off guard. And I was like, okay. And I want to say maybe like, I don't know, maybe like a month later, I went on and got her a, uh, a ring. Which, funny enough, I, well, I got us rings. I, being a man, lost mine. I have no idea where I lost it and where it is. <laughs> she still has it. Wow. So we can honestly say that that was like the original um, proposal. But a couple years ago when her and I went to Hawaii, uh, that was like the official proposal proposal like where I got down on one knee and everything because you know as as some people may not know but then you know our family and friends that listen to this know you know we became parents at an early age so you know we haven't had our our big ceremonial wedding yet and all that and didn't get a chance to like really propose to her the way that I feel I should have and honestly the way that she deserved so when the Hawaii trip came about, um, I was like, perfect. We're coming up on our 20-year anniversary. And I was like, this is where I'm going to do it. And so uh, we went out on the hike um, one morning. And then I was like, this is perfect. And what's funny is because we went with our friends, um, Elsa and Dave, also. And no one knew that I had a ring and what I was planning on doing. I think the only people that knew were my mom and our girls, and that was it. No one else knew. What's that in so your pocket, this, David? Is are you just happy to see me? What's that in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Hawaii, baby. I'm just excited. I gotta ask though, because me, me and David are sneakerheads. Did you wear your J's when you were up there? Or you wearing your hiking shoes? <laughs> oh, I was wearing my hiking shoes. All right, cool. I was about to say you better not crease those shoes when you got no, down. No, I was wearing my hiking shoes. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> First of all, we're on rocks, and then, and then it's wet because, like, we're right by the ocean. And then the crease, yeah, no, nah, I wasn't wearing my J's, man. <laughs> um, so when I seen that place, I, like, told the group, I was like, guys, we should come back here, like, Thursday morning, early in the morning and watch the sunrise. You know, I was like, this spot would be perfect. And they're like, yeah, we should. And I was like, yes, got it. So um, that was... I'll say the official like proposal. Damn. It was twenty years into our relationship. 
20 years later, three kids, one dog, one house, and... <laughs> two kids. <laughs> two kids. That's why I said two kids, one two dog, kids. Yeah. one house, and years later. <laughs> yep. Did, I got to ask. Did you ask Oscar? Did you ask for his, her hand? Um, no, I, I never... I, I never originally did. I think her parents kind of knew when... You know, when we when we were pregnant with Val and they saw that I stuck around, I think they already knew, like, okay, like, this guy isn't, you know, going to leave and stuff like that. I mean, some other people had their reservations and, and thought I would, um, Dip. but nope. I'm laughing because I'm thinking of something in my head and you probably know what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> two out of three, David. Two out of three. They got two out of three right. <laughs> two out of three right. <laughs> the other one dipped. The other one dipped. <laughs> we still don't know who your daddy is. <laughs> fucking, fucking Papa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, that, you guys can't know that story. That's too much. Into yeah, it. no, too yeah, much. Too much. <laughs> too personal. See, for me, I don't, I don't want a huge wedding. I and I tell Steph this all the time. She's cool, but I, my idea. Mm-hmm. I don't want a huge wedding because I don't want to have a huge wedding because at the end of the day. What if you don't enjoy it? We're running around having to please everybody, having to go around, say hi, and all this stuff. I try, yep. I'd rather have it where just 200, uh, two to two fifty of our closest friends, family, and everything. Obviously, mm-hmm. somewhere save the money, somewhere nice like a ranch and everything. I don't want to even go to hall. I told her a ranch. I rather she wants a ranch ready anyways. I go let's have it outside. Yeah. I don't even want to go to the church. I rather just hire a, pre- a pastor priest. You know they'll take that money on the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, no, we we've gone to weddings, man, that have been like outdoor weddings, dude. And honestly, they're beautiful, man. Having an outdoor wedding, bro, is like legit. But on, you know, it, it's funny that we were talking about the whole marriage thing because Carol and I had talked about, it. okay, so like, you know, when we do our wedding and stuff like that. And the only reason why I say we, you know, she wants one, and for me, the only reason why I would want her to have one is because I feel like. More so than, at least for, I think for Carol, more than anything, um, and maybe for any woman, in, in, for that matter, instead of, I think, wearing the dress and having the, obviously, the, the whole thing about the wedding day being her day and all the, the spotlight on her, um, for me, I, I really want her to have that moment where her dad walks her down the aisle. Yeah. And I think it's because, you know, having daughters, like, I, I want to be around to, to do that for my girls. You know, I want them to experience that. So I want Carol to experience that. And we've talked about like having, you know, a small, um, like a small wedding. And what's funny is because, you know, when we start jotting down the guest list and I tell her, okay, maybe like a hundred people max, you know, she's like, really? I'm like, you realize I'm only probably inviting like 15 people. Right. <laughs> but I was like, that gives you like 85 people you can invite. And I, and I tell her, man, like, like you said earlier, like to try to please everyone on that day and stuff like that. I'm like, we should only have the people that matter to us and the people that have been there. Like, why are you going to want to invite someone you haven't spoken to or seen in five, 10 years? They obviously don't matter. So why are they going to be there? I know Cindy's wedding that, that, that that was too huge. And not that, not everybody went. Yeah. Well, that's another thing, too, is because Cindy's wedding, I, you know, I mean, they grew up out there in L.A. and stuff, and most of the family and friends were out there, and 
I think people just didn't want to drive all the way up here. I mean, I know you did, my brother did, and stuff like that, and a couple other people did. Yeah, but, but that was a drive. That's what I, I, yeah, and that's why I told Kevin, I was like, look, you, let's invite the people that if they say, yeah, I'll be there, like, we know for 100% they're going to be there. Like, I don't want to invite no 50-50 people. They put yes, but they don't show up at the end. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. I, like I said, I, I, I don't want a big wedding. I told Steph, he could take control of everything, but just give me five five things I want control of the wedding. My suit. <laughs> I already told you. Nice. I already told you what I'm gonna do for the entrance. <laughs> yep. That's gonna be epic. <laughs> I told him my suit, the entrance, the music, the food, and where we get to have it. Everything else you could do it on your own. Like you, mm. you, you could have it the way you want. It's your day, anyways. At the end of the day, like you said, it's it's their day. Honestly, it's it's your your future wife's day. That's it. That's the importance yeah. of it. Yep. And for me, I I really just have control of that, and I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, just so for food, we could get what you want, but at the end of the day, I want a taco man and a hot dog man. If like that, we're fucked up. People could go home and eat. <laughs> you have the taco man show up towards the end, like the last two hours. That's a, that's the point of it. The taco man, and the hot dog, yeah. have two two hot yep. dogs right there, and, and you're just like, the, at yeah, the at the end. Where people are like all trash and like, <laughs> oh damn, where's all the gourmet food, guys? Nah, Don't nah, even nah, worry. nah, nah. Don't we good? You want a salad pastel over there? You want hot dogs ba- with bacon on it? Over here? Heck yeah! Um, you want to eat? A, I, really good. Yeah, that's a good idea. You want to eat and so drink? <laughs> the beer's still back there. Heck yeah! That is a really good idea. Because at the end, I wanted to have. I just want to have a party where it's just like you're celebrating something and like I guess not pleasing everybody. Because I feel that'd be way better. Mm-hmm. Just give me a bit more, because then you can say, like, okay, we have a great wedding. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, our wedding day was kind of like, it was, we rushed everywhere, we did that, we did this, we had to please everybody, we didn't get a chance to eat, like, we didn't get a chance to sit, you know? So. Yeah, it's, I'm t- you know, for people that are listening that haven't taken that step yet, really plan stuff out with your significant other when it comes to your wedding. And I think more so, like, Again, how many people you invite, the time, music, it, I mean, food, man, it all. Because, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you from being, from all the way from being guests at a wedding to being, you know, part of the groom, groomsmen at, at, at weddings and stuff, man. Uh, people are going to talk about your wedding. Oh, yeah. so you want to make <laughs> sure that everything is on point. Um, because for me, dude, like, the one regret that I have about my brother's wedding is that we did not take a picture with him and his wife that night. Like we didn't realize until I think the next day or day after, like, damn, we did not take a picture with them too. And again, it's cause we were just so like kind of all over the place and having fun and stuff. And it's like, we, that the little thing, man, that we did, forgot to do was something simple as that, like taking a picture. I already told I already told Steph that uh, come my our wedding day I'm wearing my breads up to that altar I don't care what you say. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm walking walking in there with my with my warm suit, the bulls walking entrance, and I <laughs> that's my game seven right there. Nice. <laughs> that's my flu game. <laughs> that's the game seven right there. <laughs> I thought you gotta let me have that because come on, <laughs> I never thought I would get married. That's what I ended up doing for my brother's wedding after. Um... You know, the after we came out and they introduced us and everything and all that, I told him, I was like, dude, these are, uh, you know, shoes 
these, you know, my fancy little shoes are coming off, man. I put my cool grades on for the rest of the night. I did tell it, and it and it went with the tux, bro. It went with the suit because the suit was great. I was like, oh, I gotta, gotta put my cool grades on. <laughs> I, so I'm willing. I told I'm willing to get married in a chattel chattel suit. Most of you guys don't know that's like a mariachi suit, like one of those. I wouldn't say mariachi. It's more people that ride the horses in Mexico yeah. with the big hat and everything. Yeah. So I'm willing to do that, but we have to make it into a Star Lord thing. Like nice. How he wears his stuff like that. I wanted to do it like that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a way. I want a way. I have a certain way I want to dress. I did try to give into today. I saw this video of somebody doing a Stone Cold entrance in the reception. <laughs> oh, with the glass breaking? No, yeah, yeah and the smashing be, the beers. Be, she said no to that. Nice. She said no to that? <laughs> she said yeah, no. I'll, I'll give it. Okay, I'll yeah. give it that. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> I can see why. You get beer all over yourself. And- no, the dude was like a the dude was wearing a, like a drunk before he even started drinking. <laughs> the dude was wearing a, like the Austin three sixteen shirt. The, then there were the two knee braces about. <laughs> dude, his wife had to be into wrestling too. Then for him oh, to get yeah. away with that. <laughs> I think that would be cool, but she said no. That's, I think that, I know that's kind of pushing limits right there. <laughs> Bro, that would have been a tight little entrance. Oh hell and then yeah! As soon as you're done chugging chugging the beers, I would have came out of I would came out of nowhere with the RKO to a table. <laughs> <laughs> No, she would like if, if that if that if she were living to do that, I'm pretty sure she'll be like, if you're doing that, you're gonna have to center all your fucking ex bitches to show them what's up. <laughs> Choke slam through a table. <laughs> Which, by the way, I know you said regrets on the one thing as your brother's wedding, but do you have any regrets on your wedding, or your marriage, or anything you would done differently? Um. No, I think if you would have asked me maybe, you know, like maybe 10, 15 years ago, if I would have done stuff uh, differently, then I probably would have said, yeah, I maybe would have, you know, changed things here and there, done stuff differently. But now at the age that I am, man, I, I wouldn't. I think everyone's journey is different and we all, you know, learn from, from our mistakes and you know, um, when Carol and I usually post each other on Instagram or post our anniversary stuff and, you know, our date nights and birthdays, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, people feel like, oh, you guys are gold and this and this and that. And it's always nice to, to see or think people, you know, think that we are. But, um, you know, we've had our ups and downs and we've, you know, worked out through some real tough times and, and issues and stuff. But I think that's what's made us, you know, better people individually, uh, better married couple, better parents for sure. Um, so I wouldn't change anything because I don't want I would have never learned, um, from all the life lessons that I had, you know, along the way. See, I, and I think that's going to be in all marriages. You always have those issues. I don't think people realize that no marriage is perfect. Mm. No relation is perfect. You always gonna have the, that, the fights and yep. everything. And I think it just, if you keep it a certain way, like, for the first think year and a year, me I was dating Steph. I did not post her on social. I posted her on social media, but I would block her for face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, it was more like you just need to know I'm dating somebody. You need to know who I'm dating at first. Yeah, but like that, people knew you were dating somebody. And people, were, I know Cindy was always like, "Why do you show her face?" I'm like, what does it matter? Yeah, it's it's my girlfriend. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Like eventually I will. It's, you know, I don't want like I don't want it like boom right away. Yeah. So I, you're always gonna have those issues. I know me and Steph have our issues every now and then. You know, eventually it's still we still fight every now and then. But there's stuff that we work out. And I think we have we both have that understanding. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of that kind of like, hey, no, stop with your shit. We're gonna finish this now. Cause you know, some girls don't want to mm-hmm. finish it right there and there. Yeah. It's more like, oh, I'm gonna fight with you, and then you're gonna have to make it up to me, and then be so mad about it a week later. Right. <laughs> to me, it's like, no, no, no. You want to start? You want to open this can of worms? We're gonna finish it right there, and then I'm mm-hmm. gonna fuck. Yeah. We're finishing it. Yeah. Don't give her that ammunition. <laughs> You're gonna hold that in her back pocket. Oh, she will. They will. Yeah, <laughs> Guys, Margaret Ward. They will. Oh, oh, remember that one time? Yeah. Yeah, remember? So I'm gonna bring it up now. And I think she likes now, that. You, you want to go watch? You want to watch the Super Bowl? Remember that one time? <laughs> That's when they'll bring it up too. And I think she like, likes that. Go I, do do something. that. I think that she's like that. I'm like, I'm like, no, we're finishing it. And she knows that I hate fighting, so she knows when I'm when I, when I'm trying to finish the conversation. She knows like, okay, I I, I should have done this thing differently. <laughs> mm. And it's good, you know. And I was having this conversation with my coworkers earlier today because we have a group chat, and it's like females are different. Mm-hmm. Like I know this is women's month. There's some great women out there and everything that they're you know some women do great stuff, but then you have those females, the women that are just like some shady ass bitches. Yeah. Some shady ass bitches, like and I could. Well. It- it's the same thing where you know, good majority of women think that all men are, you know, dogs and cheaters and this and this and that. I fucking and there's a there's a bad you know, bad apples of on the female yeah and we gender also we talked about this. I have a coworker. She's like only nineteen and she's like men ain't shit. Like, you've dated fucking children in the playground. How the fuck do you know what men are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hold the there fuck up. <laughs> you need to fucking hold the shit up. But it's like we're having this conversation because, um, you know, when, when, when female when they're younger, they do not know any better. They just think they know everything. Mm. Like, I'm 19. I left high school. I could do whatever I want. I could get anybody to use this to my advantage and everything. Yeah. And then, like, you try to give them advice. It's like, no, nah, no, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Like, do you know what you're doing? Or you're just saying that because you believe what you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then it ends up like, swear, you just end up losing friendships and ruining friendship because what? For stupid shit. Yeah, over dumb stuff. Or they just don't want to, they don't want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, they don't want to hear what you have to say. And then you go in the conversation where we're just having it, like, oh, man ain't shit, man ain't shit, man ain't shit. No, well, you just haven't found the right guy. You just to go after the guy who looks like he's fucking bad print in his early 20s and then think that guy's going to treat you right. But honestly, that guy doesn't know any better than you. Mm-hmm. That's what I always say. Like, hey, find one that you know is going to be compatible with you. It doesn't matter. Like, honestly, it does not fucking matter. The looks do not matter. Some people are like, oh, I can't. Some people put, like, I, I can't deal with girls who, guys who date ugly girls or girls who date with ugly lies. Hey, that's their fucking choice. Let it be. Yep. They're happy. Maybe it's that person's giving them something that the guy, the other guys, don't want to give them. Mm-hmm. And that's what people do not understand. Like, why wh- wh- you like? No, like, let them be. Exactly. And I remember when I worked at uh, at PF Chang's, man. There was this one couple that came in, 
and and the guys we were always like we were like dude we don't get it because she was a, a bona fide 10 yeah the girl and and the guy was like i mean dude i, I can't even put into i mean he wasn't like a four or five or anything but it just looked like such a mismatch of a couple but the one thing we all noticed we were like but dude you can tell that they're happy like together i mean they were they were that couple dude that would sit in a big booth but they'd sit next to each other you know laughing and joking around and hugging and kissing and stuff so i was like okay well there's something there obviously you know so it yeah it, some people's expectations sometimes i feel stops them from their happiness it does like me, me and Steph are like the most random couple <laughs> i think of all time because i think one year for our anniversary i picked her up and she's like she wanted to go do nails i'm like nah fuck that we're in six legs <laughs> mm, <laughs> nice. midday mid in june and the and hundred and fucking degree weather we're not mm-hmm. even ready with no water. Let's go to Six Flags. We're so fucking done the rest of the day. <laughs> Our feet were hurt. We were fucking sticky. We we're like, all right, cool. That was fun. <laughs> Happy one year. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, we just, we're so random. Like, I just like. Yeah, but see, I, I love that though, man. Being spontaneous yeah. like that. That's awesome. Like, there's one, I think, the Gucci restaurant had just reopened. And I'm like, I just picked up. I'm like, I called him. Like, yeah, there's a restaurant. It's like, no, we're open. I'm like, cool. I, I'm like, just put me in the reservation just so you guys can get packed. Just put me down for 630. <laughs> so, hey, you better get your ass ready quick. Like, I mean, like, now, now. <laughs> now, now. I picked up. We went all the way to fucking Beverly Hills. We ate there at the rooftop restaurant. It was pretty nice. It was pretty cool. I mean, it hurt my really? wallet, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, I like. It's all worth it. Yeah. I don't like planning shit out because at the end of the day, when it's planning, nothing ever goes good. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, it's just you're building a certain expectation, and then keep building and building it, and then that day comes, you're like, "Well, why didn't it be my expectation?" Yep. It's like, come on. <laughs> like so many people it's plan so shit. It's like they plan their life, plan this, plan that. And they're telling the some of the guys, some of the girls are telling the guy when they get married, when when you have to propose. Is like, uh, why don't you just let it happen naturally? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you forcing somebody to do it is not going to be the same of you of them doing it on their yeah. own. Yeah. So, but I just wanted to get that. Got like, let it flow. Yeah. That'd be natural. I wanted to get that perspective. Like I said, I've been in a serious relationship for five years. Me and Steph have been together for five years. You know, eventually. I will bite the bullet. <laughs> I don't think it'll be anytime soon, but I will bite the bullet eventually. And I just think, honestly, people do rush into things a little too quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, too fucking quickly. Like, how do you know you love this person? Like, you knew you'd love somebody, but at least, you know, you guys make it work. Yeah. How many people could Got say, like, like, in six months, oh, let's get married, or two months, let's get married. They're like, uh, are you ready for that, or are you just... You thought your your internal clock was ticking. You're like, let me get married mm-hmm. now because I don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what's funny, man, is people listening right now that heard you guys have been together for five years. I'm sure a good majority of you were like, five years? What already? 
man, come on, what's taking so long? Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Like, ah, chill. We, we would get those questions, like, why are you guys not married yet? But at the end of the day, it's like, we have no rush to get married. But like you said earlier, dude, to open up the show, it's like, with Latinos? Yeah. Yeah. You're always going to get that. You're 28 and always. not married? You're 28 and not married? Oh, you're never going to get married no more. <laughs> Man, it's never going to happen for you. It's never going to happen. <laughs> and on that note, let's, let's talk about what one thing females don't know how to do now. And that's cook. <laughs> just joking. Some of you ladies do not cook, but most of the majority don't. He's like, just joking. Just joking. Don't cancel us. <laughs> it's women. Sorry, guys. I know it's Women International Month, but sorry. But anyways, um. But I think what I think what what Drew is trying to say is that some of the women that are coming up now don't know how. Because that I probably will agree with. I'm not saying all of them, but some of them coming up now, it's like, yeah, I don't think they they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> but I want to know, what made you get into culinary school? Um, just my my love for the for, for cooking, man. Um, you know, when my parents got divorced when I was um, in 10th grade, uh, being the oldest, you know, I started to kind of help my mom out with like, you know, just stuff around the house. And one of them um, would be cooking like either like breakfast or something. Uh, you know, every now and then I'd help her with dinner and stuff like that. And then I had home ec my senior year and kind of got more into it. And uh, it just intrigued me, man. And I just loved doing it. And I felt, you know, Aside from playing basketball and being on the basketball court, like cooking and being in the kitchen for me was like my zen. And so I wanted to turn my passion into a uh, into a career and um, went to culinary school. You know, went, went, the first time I went, um, it didn't pan out. But then the second time I went, you know, it went well, man. And, and I loved it. And honestly, I, I learned things there that, I didn't know before, um, you know, certain like cooking techniques and skills and stuff like that. And then once I started working in the kitchen and doing catering and stuff like that, I learned a whole lot more, um, man. So that's what made me get into it, dude. It was just my passion for it. Sounds good. I, I love cooking, but I don't think, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to be a chef. I would hate the dinner rush. Yeah, it's not for um, it's not for everyone, man. It, it's uh, it's nerve wracking when you see nothing but like tickets coming up, or you know, like on a Mother's Day brunch, bro. When you know you're just gonna be nonstop, and you know, servers saying what's taking so long, and other people yelling at you, and it 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 definitely takes someone with a um, oh well, I, I don't want to say like an iron will, but you gotta have you gotta. Have thick skin man you got to be really good under pressure to 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 be in the kitchen because it'll it'll break you man i've I've seen it break some people like on the line where they're like fuck this i can't do this (laughs) you know so it's um yeah it'll take its toll on you if you're not up for it what what is the hardest thing you have ever have to cook 
hardest thing. Um, shit, man, I'm trying to think. I don't. One of the hardest things before what was um was like hollandaise sauce. I I I've got that down already. But to start off, man, like it 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 takes um. It's it's an emotion technique because you're you're mixing two two things that don't blend, you know, which is the 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 yolk and then and then the fat from clarified butter. So it's like if you just simply put those two things together, it breaks. So you're having to whisk consistently, dude, like nonstop. And if you stop, it, it'll just, you'll see it sometimes start breaking on you and there's no way of bringing it back. So you're having to put these two things together that aren't supposed to go together to come up with this sauce. Um, and then, you know, just like the, the flavor of it, uh, you want to make sure it's not too buttery. You want to make sure that you don't accidentally make scrambled eggs because you have to do it in a glass bowl over like boiling water. So it's a lot that went into it. So that was like one of the hardest things. What's it called? Um, for me, uh, holiday sauce. So it's, it's the sauce that goes on eggs Benedict. Oh, okay, I I, yeah. I always hear when I watch those Gordon Ramsay videos on Facebook, I always thought it was hollandaise, not holidays. <laughs> yeah, his holidays. British accent. <laughs> British accent, you bloody mad. <laughs> what are, are um, you a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> What are you, <laughs> idiot sandwich chef? But um, there's there's different types of chefs, right? Because I know there's a sushi chef. Yeah, there's all different kinds. There's um, you know, in, in a traditional kitchen, you have your, you know, head chef who's the head of the kitchen. They really don't do much of the cooking. They'll come up with like the seasonal items on the menu and they'll come up with a menu and do food costs and inventory and, you know, food order and stuff like that. And then the sous chef is essentially the one that's in charge of the kitchen. So they're the ones that are, um, you know, giving breaks out and, and tasting food before it goes out and tasting food that's getting prepped. Um, and just, again, just being in charge of the kitchen, make sure that everything is, is working the way it should. I mean, a kitchen needs to be uh, a well-oiled machine um, because the kitchen, when it comes down to your chefs and cooks, man, you're only as good as your, as your weakest cook, you know, because you're, you're a team. So there's no individuals. Um, but yeah, when it comes to like uh, sushi, there's a, a sushi chef who, uh, and that's one thing I would love to, to, to learn um is how to do how to how to you know do the rolls and how to get um you know grade a sushi and 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 slice it nice and thin for like your sashimi and all that stuff um but those would be and then you have your your pastry chef who obviously is you know baking and and, and stuff like that so those would be like the four that you would really have and then just a, a chef chef is just someone who might be in the kitchen um as a line cook, just cooking and stuff like that, but not as much as your line cooks. You know, when it comes to cooks, you have more. You have your cooks that are on saute and, and making sauces, depending on what kind of, you know, restaurant it is. You'll have your grill cooks or, you know, um, 
your, your fry cooks. So it, it really kind of depends on how the what restaurant it is and how they break up their, their kitchen. You ever thought about over? You ever guys ever thought about opening a restaurant or a truck or anything like that? Oh yeah, multiple times, multiple times. I've um, even have like two names for two different concepts. Um, have come up with a menu, uh, you know, and eventually, man, one day I'll have something like that. Well, either it'd be my own little spot or like a taco truck, but. That's uh, that's something that I'm not giving up on. That's definitely in the works. Um, you will make a killing out in Victorville, end up in the fucking bumfuck middle of nowhere selling tacos. Out here in the in the high desert in the Hesperia area, <laughs> probably. You know, there's there's people up here now though, man, popping up, that are like, selling tacos and and stuff like that. And I haven't tried them. Um, maybe one day I will just to kind of see like what the competition is like. Yeah. But. I don't, I don't know, man. I never thought about that. I never got too worried about that just because I know I make good food. So I'm like, yeah. you know, people will come around. You know, it's funny. So the um, competition really doesn't worry me too much. And we talk about this because we, you know, we're very close with the people around here. Like, you know, those Los Chingones and then the Tacos Lioncito here. Tacos Lioncito mm. has made uh, Tacos de Villa. And it's funny because this whole trend of now media coming up. Yeah. Like, the, this was never around before, but now it's, like, a bit trending upwards. And it's not even, like, the goat one, you know, because there's, there's two different styles. There's Chivo and the, the Res. Yeah, yeah. And it's the Res that's coming up more and more because, obviously, the original style is is the Chivo. Yep. Which we, sorry my Spanish, but it's in Eng- English. It's a goat. So that's what you're eating. Goat, yeah. yeah. And I was watching this video on Facebook on, uh, I think, Eatery. I don't I, th- I forget what it's called. Uh, what channel was it? And they're talking about all oh, the how the how BD has become such a popular thing and how people are cooking it nowadays mm-hmm. and how like it, it, out of nowhere it's explosion. Yeah. Honestly, I <laughs> it is an explosion. It is. I'll give her that. I'll give them that. It is. Yeah, it is. It's a trend right now. It is, because now you could just drive like. I think in 2018, I would drive down Olympic. You'll see one. And that was Tacos La Unica, the big famous one, the one John Legend goes mm-hmm. to where like all celebrities have been going to. And then another one popped up. <laughs> then another one popped up. Then on a show, yeah. another stand popped up. Another house, another stand popped up. It was like an explosion within like the last two, three years. Just you just see tr- truck stamps popping up. It's like mm-hmm. what the? And then I drive further out. There's more and more and more. And then and then you have obviously you have the Bia Bia Gonzalez, and you have Teddy's Red Taco. Which, by the way, I don't see the hype in that place. <laughs> which place? Which is Teddy's which Red Tacos? Okay, I haven't heard of them. They're apparently they're they're really good. They have a bunch of spots and everything. I sound like a white girl. They're really good. They're really good. Like, oh my gosh, they're so good. But I think they're good if you're catering to a certain crowd. Obviously, they're they're in they're in East LA. They're both in East LA and 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 uh, Downey. Mm-hmm. But I think they're catering to a crowd that that wants to come in, like the Asian crowd, because Asians for some reason love Mexican food. Mm-hmm. I do not know why. But they love it. Right. They love coming to coming down here to go to the Mariscos for for Ventos, Mariscos Jalisco. They love ordering the oh. seafood. They love coming to th- having tacos de birria. And it's like, what the fuck? So I think 
Teddy's where tacos caters to that crowd, caters to like them, caters to like the the white crowd. Because mm-hmm. I had their sauce, I'm like, there's nothing special about the sauce. There's nothing special about the meat. Their tortillas mm-hmm. is like, eh. And they're red for a reason, because Teddy's red tacos. Yeah. But me and Steph had it, we're like, I don't see the hype in it. And then, like, it hurt my stomach. I'm like, I have a worry. I know when food's not cooked right, because my stomach's very weak. Uh-huh. So that shit wasn't cooked right. I was like, oh, shit. So we're never having that place again. I would like yeah. to try it again. Maybe to give it another chance, but their sauce tasted almost a little bit like ketchupy. Oh, okay. So when you say sauce, you mean like the hot consomme sauce. for the no, 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 no. The consomme had I don't think it had any flavor in it, but like their hot sauce, uh-huh. their, their the hot sauce you need to put onto the oh, tacos okay. and everything, yeah. And I was like, okay, what is that? like, and it's and it's on made the list of the uh, uh, top ten birria tacos in Los Angeles. I'm like, mm. really. Uh, cool. <laughs> But I want, I'm like, who makes this fucking list? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Who who does make these lists sometimes, man? Because some of them, what was it a couple years ago? Uh, Taco Bell was voted the best Mexican restaurant in the in the states, and I was, That's some white people shit, though. That wasn't damn us. Near, yeah, I damn near lost my mind. I was like, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that was white Taco people shit. Taco Bell. But I was like, son of a bitch. It's a tr- I think right now it's a trend of all these taco spots popping up because everybody wants to get into it. Like, what this pandemic has shown most of us, I think, is like you could do things on your own. You could start your own business. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it started that ended a lot of marriages, ended a lot of relationships. Besides the point, but I think yeah. it's showing people that you could, you could pull out your creative genes and do something better. Mm-hmm. Which is good, but also. Food is not something to be fucked with. No, it's not. It really isn't. Especially when you're cooking shit that's very hard. Like, I told, I think I told you this. Like, I hate eating steak while done because it's not the way to eat it. Mm-hmm. Eat, eat steak while done. You're still chewing that shit to next week. Yeah. But to me, I don't trust myself cooking that shit medium rare or medium because I don't know, like, Am I doing it right? You know, there's no proper way to probably doing it, I think, but am I doing it right? What the fuck am I doing wrong? Why is it so, like, so bloody? Mm-hmm. So I don't trust myself cooking like that. Obviously, when I go to a restaurant or somewhere nice, I'm order like that because I know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And in media, what you're doing with the media, you're, you're, you're like marinating the meat into the, the into the consomme. Mm-hmm. Constantly checking it, constantly checking it. That shit doesn't take like an hour, two hours. <laughs> It's like, yeah. it's like smoking a fucking rack of ribs. Mm-hmm. Same thing with carnitas. Same thing carnitas. Yeah, like they, they take, you cannot, you undercooked pork, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You better hope to God they just get the shits and nothing else. <laughs> and pork just has to be cooked to, you know, 145 internal. So it doesn't have to be cooked to like 155 or anything like that, or even 165 by chicken. So, and I feel like when I cook pork, man, it's like one of the fastest meats I like to cook, especially when I throw it on the grill. Yeah. It generally will cook up pretty fast. Oh, no, when you know what you're doing, like, I know how to cook pork ribs. I don't sound like I'm the best at it, but I know how to cook them. Like, yeah. I know what when they're ready, when they're not ready. That's one thing I know. Like, I, I know how to cook my ribs. Like, I can't, I'm scared of cooking steak fucking the way I want to, but I can cook ribs properly. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck how. But I could. Yeah. 
but to me, it's like you see all like we're talking about all these things popping up. Like people, if you're gonna do something, make sure you're doing it right. Don't don't half-ass it. Just do it because you want to jump on the trend. Because mm-hmm. honestly, these people who like know how to do it, they actually probably have done it for a while. They're not like oh, wake up morning like I'm gonna make video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They know what they're doing. Like like I told you this, like the Dushing Gunners, they're both were chefs. Mm-hmm. They both were chefs, and they they I'm pretty sure this like they got tired of it and said fuck it, why not make my own shit? Well. Yeah. So. Generally, what happens with chefs is like, yeah, do my own thing. Same thing with my, uh, same thing with my boy, uh, Eduardo from Tacos Lancito. He used to work at a different taco stand, making beating. He's like, why not? I'm not doing it myself. Yeah. I said, fuck it, I'm gonna do it myself. I mean, I know it's a little bit off topic, but we are talking about food. But at the same time, it's like, you invest your time in doing something, do it. <laughs> don't like, don't half-ass it. Mm-hmm. And I think this goes from we talked about last week about laziness and everything. You know, yeah. obviously, there's times where we have fast shit. I have fast fast shit. I don't know if you have sometimes, but I know I do. Oh, no, yeah. 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 I think now. Dude, we're, all, we're all guilty of it. Yeah, we are. If you lie, if you say, no, I'm not, you're fucking lying and go I mean, shut the fuck up and just go cry in your closet. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you say that, then you're the, your ass is the biggest procrastinator of all. <laughs> oh, I'm a huge fucking procrastinator. I'm the type of person, like, I'm attending my homework a day late. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so to make a moment, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I had so much going on, and still try to get full credit. Shit, for it. <laughs> I used to study for my test on the way to school the morning of. But you see, some people don't want to admit that. Some people are like, oh, you know, um, you know, Lord, just I just I don't, have, I don't have time right now. Mm-hmm. Time, time, what time? Time is like what Albert Einstein. Time is relevant. Mm-hmm. not you. I could t- you have the ability to do everything on your on your on what you want to do. Yep. No minute, no hour could tell you what to do. No minute, no time, no seconds, anything could tell you what besides you're playing a game. Mm-hmm. You know? If you're gonna do something, do it fully to your advantage. Like I like and I think it's coming from work for me is because I'm at a point where I'm getting tired of going to a new job and starting from the beginning and then going raising my back up to the top. Yeah. And then going to a new job and then raising my back up to the And I'm like, you know, I got to stop doing this shit. <laughs> you know, enough is enough. Eventually, you have to kind of like <laughs> kind of find a way. You got to do your own thing. Yeah. Or try to do something else. Well, you know, I already talked. I've, I've talked to my manager. Like, you know, what is my, my goal is to now raise up the ladder. I don't want to do anything else besides raise the ladder because I'm tired of going to a new place and starting from the beginning because mm-hmm. all my accomplishments are for nothing if I keep doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Well, let's let's do this. Let's do this. So I'm like, you know, it's, I, I know we're off topic, but at the same time, it's like, when you're doing something, do it fully. Don't half-ass it. Yeah. And then give credit where the credit's due. Like, we always talk about this. Like, you, I think people think we joke around, but like, oh, well, you know, about asking for discounts. No, 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 no. Some of these people have worked time and effort to fucking do everything. Mm-hmm. And you're right here trying to say, give me, can I get a discount? Can I get this? Can I get that? And like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it's true, though. It is. And it sucks because some people, like, hey, they want the benefit that, like, Oh, I know that home. Let me. I know my homie. He'll he'll hook it up. Hook it up. Yeah. And it goes to anything you do in life. It's like I know like these kids at work. Like oh my, my homie's mom works at Kaiser and he'll hook me up with a job. Her she's trying to hook me up with a job. 
How is she? Uh, if she's HR, how is she gonna hook you up with the fucking getting your job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gonna tell you exactly. Apply. I'll let them know, and from there, it's gonna still be up to you how the fuck you wanna do it. Yep. Ultimately, still be up to that person. I don't think people understand that yet. Nah. But I think some people don't. Yeah. But I know I got off a little bit off topic there, and I just wanted to bring that. I think we're kind of we're gonna have to rush through our last segment of the day. Which is the nineties and the early millennium. Yeah. How did you? Because <laughs> I kid you not, nineties baby. <clears throat> I was, I kid you not. I was in the elevator one time leaving work, and one of the guys, <laughs> one of my coworkers, was like, "How does it feel to be in the elevator when you're the only person that lived in the nineties?" I was like, "You fucking dick." Wow. <laughs> I was like, you fucking dick. <laughs> Which is true, because I was the only person in the elevator that lived in the 90s. <laughs> That's crazy. But how do you feel? Like, the early, the 90s and the early millennium? No, oh, dude, 90s were the best. I think for, for me, man, no other decade is ever going to top it. The 90s were just, it was just different, man. It was a different time. Nobody give a shit. Um... Yeah, dude, I just loved the '90s, bro. When I, you know, I, you know, from nine, you know, being a nine-year-old to all the way to nineteen, dude. I mean, that was you know my teen years and all that stuff, man. And I mean, from everything, dude, from you know, TV shows, cartoons, movies, video games, fuck, you name it. Everything was just so much better. Music, music was way better back then. <laughs> You know, so, I mean, fuck, man. The 90s, love it, dude. For me, best decade ever was the 90s. And it's, it was pretty cool. I love the 90s. I like, I, I had, like, I was still young. And I was young. I was probably, like, when the start of two, but I was, like, all the way up to, like, 1999. I was, I think I was, like, no, I was one. So, up to 11, 1999, up to 11, so. Mm-hmm. Everything was coming up, but I like as a kid growing up in that era, like I knew, like, like think about it, I grew up watching Mallrats, <laughs> Clerks, <laughs> yeah, listening to fucking grunge, watching wrestling, watching, mm-hmm. Red and Stimpy. Speaking speaking of which, it's Stone Cold Day. Yeah, <laughs> what else? Uh, South Park. <laughs> dude, there was just there was just so much. Marilyn Manson, dude. <laughs> In the 90s, I mean, you know, fuck, Nirvana, Blink-182, Green Day, you know, Eminem came in in the late 90s. Um, then you had you know, Dr. Dre, Dre, Snoop, yep, <clears throat> yeah, Tupac, uh, you know, Biggie, Jay-Z, dude, I mean, fuck, the list goes on and on and on. Wu-Tang. Yep. Then you had Bill Clinton as <laughs> president. Yeah, Bill Clinton, <laughs> the one president that got caught. <clears throat> and still got away with it. <laughs> yeah, and we're still able to finish out his term. Well, and, whatever. Yeah, and it's funny because I, you grew up in that age, and then for me it was more like, okay, from I, I was in 1999 when I was 11, where then the following year it was when all that teeny bopper shit, the tweener age started coming up. You know, we never, you, you, growing up you didn't hear about the tweens. It was like whatever. Mm. But then I obviously when the millennium came around, it was the tween tweens and everything, you know. Yeah. 
You had Britney Spears, mm-hmm. who a Backstreet Boys, and seeing Christina Aguilera. Sync, yeah. Uh, Ninety-eight degrees. <clears throat> fuck Nick Lachey. Um, fuck Nick Lachey. <laughs> you bastard. You had Jessica Chicken Simpson. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> Whoa. Now he's getting. She did. Now he's getting. She did think that that tuna was chicken though. So I mean. Hey, but now, oh, he's, no. now he's getting Derek Jeter sloppy seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Ho- Hollywood and all of them get all sloppy seconds. <laughs> I mean, the next guy that gets with J-Lo is going to have seven, eight <laughs> sloppies. I mean, you can't even call it seconds from one. I don't know. She doesn't be closer to Bill. Call it. She not be closer to Bill Russell and Rings than Jordan was. Seriously. Just trying to keep up with Brady. <laughs> but yeah, so like all the shit we grew up like Friday. Next Friday. Mm-hmm. What else? House party. House party. Class act. <laughs> oh my god. What else? I mean we had uh Dead Presidents. Ace Ventura, Dead Presidents. Higher Learning, if no one's ever seen that movie, is a great fucking movie. Highly recommend it. <laughs> um, TV shows weren't scared to tackle, tackle certain subjects, too. So that's what we need oh, no, they weren't, dude. They talked about <clears throat> everything. Like, we always you talk know, about like, when we throw it, but looking at it back at it now, I'm like, I used to watch it as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that show, but the shit that you talk about, like, holy shit. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, any, you know, anything was on topic. Everything you know, back was. then. Shit, dude, even the talk show hosts were good back then. <laughs> Maury, Maury, Maury. Yeah, Maury, you had uh, Ricky Lake, Jerry Springer, obviously, was a huge one. You know, where else can fights break out? Those commercials that talk about boyfriends and 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 you know the other the other dude that would come in was hilarious. Those commercials that want to talk, they'll talk about a sex line. You want to have a good time? Call one eight hundred. Oh yeah, right after eleven o'clock. <laughs> girls gone all wild. The hotline commercials. Girls, yeah, dude, all that stuff, man. That's stuff that we'll never. I mean, you you won't see that no more. What is it the thing that, that damn the, sure. the party line people would always call the party <laughs> the party line to talk to random people that that was the chat the chat room before yeah you know. and we transition to AOL MSN Messenger all that shit. yeah all that <laughs> before Tinder <clears throat> there was the party line yep <laughs> you know you had Art LeBeau on the radio still. Is he still going strong? He's like he's like a hundred and something, isn't he? I don't know if he's still on the radio. Supposedly he is in some places. He's still on. I know, like three years ago, I think I managed to get a station out here on a sun on a Saturday night or a Sunday night or something. You know, it's funny though. I was like, holy shit! I was like, they're still still taking phone calls from the penitentiary. (laughs) I was like, damn. I want to leave a. I want to. Send a shout out to my girl Juana if you're listening. You're my puppet. <laughs> yeah, this is a hey, this is Dreamer from San Quentin. <laughs> I want to say what's up to my to my Mika. Hey, sad eyes. 
I'm coming home, baby. I'm coming home. You know what I like about it? I it was funny. I used to hate Art Lobo. For the reason being, really, because he go to come out every Sunday at night, and I knew the weekend was over, and I had to go back to school the next day. That's what pissed me off about it. Yeah, that's true. that was like the only thing I fucking hated about it. If you were listening to Art Lobo, you're like, damn it. Well, weekend's over. Yeah, weekend's over. But we could like, like, like. The shit that we did as a kid, like, man, if we if we had cell phones back then, we would be fucked now. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> the thing, though. I mean, if we had the kind of technology we have now, back then, who's to say that we wouldn't be like this sorry-ass generation that's growing up right now? Oh, yeah. Not going outside to... You know, to to play and do stuff like that, or just seem to be stuck on your screen and trying to do stupid shit to go viral or whatever. I I'm always the first one to admit it, bro. Like if YouTube was a thing back when I was in like high school, I definitely would have been trying to get up on that and <laughs> trying to get a million views on doing some dumb shit. I think the dumb shit we do would get a million views now. <laughs> mm-hmm. After shit we did as kids, I mean, I remember one night, me, Joey, Daniel, I forget who, I think Chris and Junior and Gilly, we just pulled out the launchers and sat that shit in the middle of the fucking street. <laughs> just chilling on a Friday night, just sitting in the middle of the fucking street. <laughs> uh-huh. And oh, you know that, man. you know that street, the coat, uh, Glenn is so fucking mad. They just, people zoom through that fu- the street right here. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> Driving by, going eighty on that so, little narrow ass street. And we're just chilling there like nothing. Nobody's telling us anything. The ca- the cars will see us and they just turn back around. <laughs> <laughs> but like the shit, like we, these damn kids. Like the shit we did playing football right there in the middle, that little patch of gra- hill right there in, mm-hmm. the, in the snow and rain. Football, baseball, like all that stuff. Dude, I remember playing. You know, baseball and football, like, on the street. And always having that one, you know, kid being the lookout. Car, car, car. And you get the hell out of the way, and then the car goes by, and then you get back on there and start playing again. Dude, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen anyone. No <laughs> kids do that at all. Cops and robbers hide and go seek. Hide and go seek. Ding dong ditch. Yep. Oh, man. oh, that's that's nothing now, man. That's all done. That's all done. Yeah, sad. It is. I wish I had a time Dude, machine. I would. Uh, I would want to go back. <laughs> yeah, if I can go to back to any decade, it'd definitely be the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> well, if anything, definitely I, be that. I would go back into like the the right after the first uh, the market crash in the forties. Put some stock into some <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. Let that shit build so like that when, when I hit the 90s. I would go rich. back <laughs> to 91 and put like $1,000 down on Amazon. Sony. I'm looking at oh Sony, PlayStation, Microsoft. <laughs> all of that, dude. I just invested all of it. Google, Netflix. <laughs> yep. Apple. Apple, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all that shit. 
That shit would be crazy. <laughs> right? That'd be like fucking the, nuts. What's that fucking movie called? <sighs> Hot Tub Time Machine. There you go. Yeah, that fool goes back and everything is his name. Great white buffalo. It's not even Google no more. It's all <laughs> Lugo. <laughs> Lugo. What's the great white buffalo? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Hell, yeah. Or just pull a Back to the Future and take a sports almanac with you. Nah, I don't, I don't know. Ne- that much. And ne- never lose. If I were to do that, I'll probably do it on th- on certain shit, like not everything. Yeah, I mean, I would just bet on the shit I know about, like yeah. or that people would know I knew about, you know, like baseball, basketball, football. I wouldn't start betting on tennis and golf and horse racing and shit like Anybody, that. Going back, you don't know nothing about that. Going back to two thousand five and putting down hundred bucks for Kobe to score eighty points in that one game. Or what we talked about the last episode, dude, going back and putting like a G on Buster Douglas. Oh, bro, would be, would be sad. Heck yeah, that'd be crazy, man. Or 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 uh, placing the bet on the Red Sox when they were down three one to the Yankees that they'd come back and win. Which, by the way, LeBron is part owner of the Red Sox group now. Yeah, saw that. He is going to be the part first of that ownership group. He's going to be the first athlete to reach a billion dollars before he retires. There's no denying Smart. it now. Yeah, and that was his goal for when he stepped into the NBA. He wanted to be the first billion dollar athlete. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Smart man. I mean, people are saying, "What about Michael? Michael didn't make a billion dollars during his playing career. He made it afterwards." Like made it afterwards. He didn't make that much in while well, playing because that yeah his contract didn't exist. Well, he, yeah, him and his era missed out on the money. They missed out on the big bucks. Yeah, big bucks started really with I think Kevin Garnett. I think was the first hundred million dollar man. I think, no, no, yeah, Larry, I think Larry was Johnson was. One. No, no, Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it had just started coming out with those big contracts. So Shaq and I mean not Shaq but uh Jordan and them missed out on that. Oh yeah. Well no, Shaq got paid his first time around. Shaq got paid, yeah. Yeah, yeah Shaq got paid. But it's not like how it's now like you just give everybody a fucking hundred million dollars. Oh no, yeah, now <laughs> it's like you give some dude that just barely does anything. I will sign you to a two year thirty million dollar deal. Chandler like, Parker. Why are you giving him fifteen million? <laughs> And we're, speaking, what? speaking of contracts, uh, I know people are freaking out because the whole Tyson uh, Hill contract with the Saints mm-hmm. is <laughs> like a four-year, $440 million deal. Yeah. But what they didn't realize is that's a, it's a blanket contract. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, there's reach, a lot for him to yeah. do to, to get that money. Yeah. <laughs> Which a is lot. It's smart. It is, though. I uh. wish they would break up more contracts like that. Yeah. Have them earn it. Don't give it to them before they earn it. Well, the Jimmy G was like that. The Jimmy G mm. contract was like that. I think their first three years were paid off. Where the last two, where they could get out of under it quickly. Yeah. Which made it good. Um, Who else? Yeah, I don't know why they don't do that more often. Like yeah, him they as, should. Yeah. 
Because, like, no, Seattle can't get under, out of uh, Russell's contract because now they're going to be $33 million in dead cat space. And then same thing with the uh, Lions. They can't get out of – they can't get out – they can't trade a fucking – what's his name now? Golf nah. because he's he's guaranteed all that money to be dead cat space. Yep. So it's insane. It is. But anyways, guys. We're going to end it right there. Like we said, we're trying these new formats. We're trying everything. We're actually writing our shit down for once. <laughs> no more two-hour episodes. No more, t- no more getting off topic. Even if it's for a bit, it's for a bit, then we're back on yeah. topic. <laughs> we heard the chatter. We're listening. We're working on it. <laughs> but honestly, I think that was a good episode. You know, I think we need to get a get different perspective from marriage and everything, which was good. And then yeah, I liked it. It was, it yeah. was good. Hopefully, some people will kind of take, you know, little bits and pieces here and there. Which next week, I'm hoping, I am hoping I get my friend, Miss Kimbo, slice up in here and talk about perspectives of being a lesbian. (laughs) Because. Oh, hey. Yeah. You already know I'm going with this. (laughs) You already know what I'm going with this. If if it's one thing that (laughs) I have in common with lesbians. (laughs) <laughs> let you use your imagination there, people. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's that's that besides the point. That, that, yeah, that would be nice. Besides the point, be a topic. Yeah, it's more of like some guys. Don't, I don't think some guys realize that lesbians are not all like the lesbians porn videos. No. Oh no 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 not at all. Oh, we did the sleeper. We're lesbians now. Come on. No. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if 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 she comes on, I actually have a I have a a, a funny story. Oh. That I'll say next week. So there. <laughs> There's your teaser for next week. People. I'm looking forward to that because it's funny too. Because I also sent him a video of Andrew Schultz talking about if you're a hardcore lesbian, do you not buy a dildo? Do you buy a fucking a pocket pussy and just rub that shit on your pussy? Something we can ask her, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll, you know, get on our personal. Level. No, she's. I t- I talked to her about it. She says she was fucking dead because she says she knows some hardcore lesbian that don't like dick, and then that's, that's funny because then she's like. She's like, I know some people like that, but they don't do that shit, so I should throw that shit in their face. <laughs> so that would be a good one. Nice. We'll, we'll ask her. We'll see. Yeah. I want, and we got to know because there's different types of lesbians too. There's not just one type. Mm-hmm. So, yep. guys, be ready. We're coming up heat. We're coming with some heat now. Coming with some heat. Some heat. All these fucking <laughs> guys are going to be over taking notes and shit. That's not why we're doing it, fellas. <laughs> We should put on Facebook, hey, questions. Who would you want to ask a lesbian? How do you find what the clit? <laughs> Chef, what's the clitoris? The, the, the mythical clitoris. Speaking of the clitoris, I was watching uh, Jay and Tyler Bob. I am the clit commander. <laughs> <laughs> That's also from, uh, I forget, it's Marshall, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I'll have to find the mythical clitoris. <laughs> All really right. quick, funny story. What's um, up? I've always wanted to use that line at some point in time. And when we were in <laughs> Vegas for Jessica's and Jose's like bachelor and bachelor weekend, Damn, they we, were in, we were in, we were in an elevator and then the doors open and this old man and I, I'm assuming his grandson, I don't know who were like, where are you guys headed? Right away. I was like, to go find the clitoris. Come on, let's go. <laughs> It was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's some shit I want to tell you, but I, I don't want to say this shit on here. <laughs> this yeah. is text, but <laughs> off air, off air, off air. Sorry, guys, shit you can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, guys, uh, thank you for listening this week. Hopefully, you guys join us next week for what's gonna be turn out to be a good fucking episode. I believe. <laughs> yep. What a way to do t- episode ten to get somebody on the air with us. <laughs> That'd be nice. So we'll we'll, we'll see what's up. We'll, we'll try to get it down. If not, we'll get. Um, if that doesn't work out, we're trying to find a way to work it out. But if not, we're we're gonna get my buddy Derek on here, who's a six foot tall white boy married to a Hispanic. <laughs> From my, he's one of my former farm. Uh, he's my former army sergeant. So that'll be that'll be uh-huh. a good conversation. <laughs> nice. So we'll see. We have a next two line week episode lined up with guests. So we'll see how we get this shit going. But anyways, guys, enjoy the rest of your week. Get your ass vaccinated. California is somewhat open. And I hate it because my store now is up to 313 capacity, which fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking people. But no fitting room we're, mo- we're moving <clears throat> in the right direction, people. Moving, moving in the right, right direction. direction. Let's <laughs> moving. Not, let's not fuck this up, California. We fucked it up once. We're getting there. We're not washing our fucking hands. Please, you fucking people. dirty motherfuckers. Wash your Seriously. fucking hands. Seriously. Wash your hands, wash your ass. If you cough and sneeze into your elbow or inside your shirt, don't be a jerk and just let that shit spray out. And if you're sick, stay the fuck home. Seriously. <laughs> That's all we got to say. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed this, week of this week's episode of Thanky Talk. I'm at Tanketito, and he is the chef. People, have a great weekend, guys. Be safe out there. And like always, and, uh, we'll see you next week. Like always, smoke them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them. We out this bitch. We out like Diddy's rap career. Mm. <laughs> Diddy, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>